which is such an interesting counterpoint. It's just like, you know, you have this monster who rides into town where people are guilty over this fucking awful thing that they did. And they need protection from people who are basically just as awful as them. <laughs> yep. And they hire a monster to, to solve it. So you're, you're watching this and your brain goes, there are, uh, literally is not a good person. <laughs> yeah. The, like the only, the only good person is, I think it's the, the, unfortunately it's the woman that he rapes uh, the first time because she's like the only one throughout the town that seems to, I think while that guy's getting beaten, there's actually a scene later on in the movie where it shows like, why isn't somebody doing anything about this? And and so she's really like the only one in the town that has any sense of of goodness. And the first thing that happens to her is she's sexually assaulted. So Mm -hmm. it it feels as if all of even if there is a character with hope, it's quickly uh, destroyed. Um, yeah, ba- basically, like the, the the two women in the film are the people who feel like actually badly about they did about right, what they exactly. did because even exactly. even Sarah at one point the hotel um, owner's wife she goes up to one of the guys in, in in the town and basically expresses guilt. She's the one who reveals what it is that they actually did and you right. know, like you know we you know and they they talk about you know uh, what is it? I have this line written here. She said something about my my neighbors make me sick because they hide behind words of faith, peace, and 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 trust. Mm. And uh, he, the guy goes, "Good words," and he said, "Yeah, but we hit a murder behind them." So she's the one who actually sort of starts, you know, overtly feeling bad. And and he even starts saying like, "Well, why why is your conscience only here now?" And trying to like hit her with that a little bit um, too. But yeah, it, it's it's very interesting watching this town, you know slowly because Eastwood never lets on that he literally knows what happened. Right. And uh, it's very possible he technically doesn't find out what happens in the film, but you can tell that he feels what's happened. He feels what's wrong with this town. Like these, these townspeople act strange. They act guilty. They act like, you know, bad people. They, they frequently, uh, they, they, they reveal themselves to be just as corrupt and contemptible as essentially as, uh, as he is. And there are multiple points where they, they think about hiring him and then fucking just killing him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's, there's a great part where a dude like pulls a knife on, on him at one point. And the and reflection. He did, but that, yeah, without even looking at him, he says, you're going to look awfully silly with that knife up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Um, yeah, and and yeah, Eastwood just gets to play his. He does have a little bit of a, a dark kind of sardonic um, sense of humor with yeah. with the film that it's it's just so cruel. It's kind of absurd, and he never uh, really talked, like, especially he when he's fucking with the town. Yeah, a lot of his dialogue is less even talking in in the sense of like a, a story or plot or whatever. Most of it is him threatening people. Or just saying something kind of ominous that that feels as if something really violent is about to occur. Him as a character is really just like an entity of destruction and raw power. Yeah, it's it's really entertaining, but but haunting to to look at. Yeah, it's it's literally it's the amoral outlaw that he you know he he's played before on in in westerns, but just made even more amoral by kind of like yeah. the sickness of of his surroundings and made completely unlikable. The, <laughs> the, the the guilt and rage from kind of like place to place, literally burning it uh, down, and he he formed those feelings into like obviously this very ghostly revenge kind of horror western that has a sense of paranoia to it and kind of gro- grotesquery to it about the genre. I love that the 
the beautiful like California vistas with the trees and the water and the sky. Like it's so blue and green and beautiful looking and it's all about to be besmirched (laughs) by the, uh, and and impeded on by the, just the filth of uh, human greed and impulsiveness and, you know, contemptuous, uh, despicable qualities that yeah that these people have even as he he starts to like actually try to train them he starts to he he starts to be like okay we're gonna you know get you guys set up on these buildings we're going to you know help help you guys um uh you know actually fend these guys off yourself but you know as soon as they're all shooting they're on top of the buildings like shooting at the cart that he set up and everything like that uh they're not even hitting anything and he's like shit (laughs) yeah (laughs) this is what i have to deal with yeah yeah and there's there's great sequences too that you know moody sequences throughout this like obviously there's the constant flashbacks to the sort of original killing that the town basically sanctioned that these three guys and it keeps giving you more context as it goes yeah yeah I, i love the bit where the um the, the the little guy who is um, made kind of like the, the the sheriff and the mayor as right. kind of like a like a tasteless joke against him yeah <laughs> which which he doesn't care about I, I actually no, love his the character power. because yeah. <laughs> because he's just like I have power yeah he's like I don't give a shit why why I have the power but I'm wearing the sheriff badge. <laughs> Yeah, and I I love when he starts like wearing the 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 gun shells and smoking the cigarellos like right beside him and stuff, and, right? Like, yeah, and ordering everyone around. He's having a great time, <laughs> and I but I, I love when when uh, the townspeople eventually say, you know, this you know eventually you know this power is you know it's going to change hands. Like he's not going to be here forever, and they scare him underneath the um the uh, the sort of like wooden deck platform, right. And then we get this whole sequence again from his point of view underneath the deck while he's watching the dude just get murdered like right in front of him in the close up of, of his eyes. And the, the, again, the way that he's kind of structured this so that these feelings of guilt blend into these horrifying flashback sequences, which then sort of those feelings and that like horror quality then infect the rest of what you're watching. And then you get to cut to, you know, like, the dudes escaping from prison and then doing like this, like they almost do like this first person shooter massacre of a camp and like steal the horses from oh, those yeah. guys and stuff and like it's, that. It's so uh, ruthless too. Like the way that they go about yeah. it is just, you know, it's literally just three guys camping all of a sudden they just start shooting. Like there's no, uh, there's no real build up to it. They just kind of arrive at the camp, see their opportunity and start killing people.